Bailey and Bodie, flipping out. We're on the move again. If you're an avid reader of this blog, you already know that Bodie and I just finished renovating an adorable beach house in Fort Lauderdale. If you're new to flipping out, click here for before and after pics of our favorite projects. It was a doozy, but we learned so much. For instance, I now know that I would never want to live in Florida. First of all, it's hot. Secondly, it rains a lot. What kind of propaganda is the Sunshine State feeding us anyway? But the weather doesn't compare to the third thing I learned. Sinkholes are the monsters under your bed. Literally. A jacuzzi-sized crater opened up in the room we were sleeping in and swallowed our mattress whole. Thankfully, we weren't at the house when it happened. Check out the full story and terrifying photos of our sinkhole struggle in my February entries. Anyway, we went into this project thinking it would be a quick flip. Instead, we spent a lot of money and a lot of time repairing the foundation of the house, which will definitely take a toll on our net return. Seriously, everyone, fear the sinkhole. On a more cheerful note, the sinkhole house is now on the market. Don't worry, it is now sinkhole-free. We made sure of that. If you love a searing sun, ravenous mosquitoes, and hurricane-force winds, this beach house is perfect for you. Okay, fine. I'll admit it. Florida is pretty great in some ways. The sunsets are straight out of a cruise commercial. And let me tell you, it's pure paradise knowing that when you wake up, you can throw on a bikini and head out to your backyard. Because your backyard is the beach. If you're interested, click on the links below for pictures, a virtual tour, and pricing. Now that the beach house is waiting to be sold to a happy owner, Bodie and I are in search of a new property together. You know the drill, people. We love a challenge, so drop a message in my inbox if you have an idea in mind for our next project. Until next time, Bailey. I attached a photo of Bodie and I, posing proudly in front of the completed house, clicked the link to publish the new blog post, and lay back on the cool tile floor of our tiny apartment. I stared up at the stucco ceiling. The leak in the corner of the living room had started dripping again, staining the cheap white paint with a tinge of garlic yellow. I sighed, tilting my head toward the sliding glass doors. The vertical blinds were broken, and Bodie wouldn't bother to repair them. Outside, the pouring rain blanketed our usual view of the complex's algae-infested swimming pool in a monochrome gray sheet. The fan palm on the patio folded sadly under the weight of the water and wind, its leaves bent like broken fingers against the concrete in a feeble attempt to hold itself up. Thunder drummed in the distance, and every few minutes a flash of lightning illuminated the small apartment with a ferocity that went unchallenged by the weak light bulb of the overhead fan. My own face peered back at me from the reflection in the glass door. Tanned, freckled cheeks, chin-length light brown hair, and hazel eyes that used to have a little more sparkle in them. Without sitting up, I reached for the nearby plastic trash can and relocated it to catch the steady plop of rainwater from the ceiling. Thankfully, our living situation was temporary. We had moved out of the sinkhole a few days ago. The apartment was a go-between, a shelter from the rain while we decided where to go next. With any luck, it would be someplace dry. Phoenix, maybe. Or Las Vegas. I was always impatient between projects. In theory, moving to a new city every few months and living out of half-built houses seemed appealingly bohemian, especially toward the end of the renovations, when the houses we flipped really started to come together. But I had developed the poor habit of forgetting what life was like during the hiatus between projects. 
Without the distraction of blueprints, construction crews, and the eccentric catharsis of filling one of those massive industrial dumpsters with the guts of an old house, my mind tended to settle on things that I didn't want it to settle on. Like why it took Bodhi an hour and a half to bring home Chinese food from a restaurant that was five minutes away. My laptop chimed from its perch on the cardboard box that currently served as our coffee table. Someone had already read and responded to my newest blog post. I closed my eyes, listening to the rain pitter-patter on the roof. I liked to wait until my inbox was full, then I went through all of the messages at once. It was a process I had learned at the beginning of my journey into blogging. I used to read an email, get distracted by a new message, and never get back to the old one. I missed some great opportunities that way, 